Hello, and welcome back to the Product Launch Podcast. As always, I'm the host, Sean Boyce, CEO and founder of Next Step. Today, I'd like to welcome my guest and friend, Eliza Nimick, who is the Chief Operating Officer of Learnt. Learnt is an online marketplace that allows students to seamlessly and instantly connect with highly vetted tutors online and in person. Hello, Eliza. How are you? And thanks for being on the show. Hi, Sean. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me here today. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Excited to talk about what we want to talk about today. But before we do that, if you could, please give our audience some information about your background, uh, how Learnt came to be, and ultimately how you became the Chief Operating Officer. Absolutely. So my partner and I started Tutor the People in 2012. Uh, Tutor the People, we started as an online and in-person tutoring and test prep company. We started literally, um, we lived in Chinatown, New York at the time, above a fish market on Canal Street. And when we started, we made flyers on Microsoft Word that looked terrible. You know, we, we didn't have a background in product design or um, online design. Um, but anyways, we were able to build our brand and start to get students locally pretty instantly. Um, through learning SEO and online business, we were able to pretty quickly expand nationally with tutors all across the U.S. And we've served students all across the world. Uh, there's, you know, tons of students worldwide who want to go to graduate school or undergraduate school in the States. So we've been able to work with students all over um, through operating Tutor the People it became very clear to us that students, while they benefit greatly and really enjoy our one-on-one, -on -one, super focused and super personalized approach to test prep, students want instant access to tutors. So since for about four years now, we've been developing Learnt. Learnt is an instant tutoring marketplace where students can sign on, they can browse tutors, message with tutors, and then you know, if you, let's say you're taking an economics class and you have a paper due tomorrow, um, you could meet with a tutor instantly to help figure out how to research one concept or that's a bad example, but you can meet instantly. Um, and also the software that we've been developing also allows us to expand into different segments within the tutoring and education market because it's massive. Very cool. And thank you for sharing the background. It's exciting to hear you talk about how you, know, you started with two to the people and then made the transition ultimately into learned. It sounds like the lessons learned from the two to the people business is what led you to develop learn. Is that the case? Yeah, well, they certainly were lessons learned. Um, I was joking there. <laughs> totally nailed it. Now I know where the so name comes from. <laughs> Okay, so actually learnt is the proper British way of saying the past participle of learn. And obviously in America, we say learned. Um, and we came up with that brand name after a while. We had tested a few different brand names. Tutor app was one. We still own the domain tutorapp.com, which is pretty cool. Um, but anyways, we came up with learnt. And it's kind of funny because when we were bouncing that idea off the board, it's like, well, I don't want people to think of turnt, you know, that's not necessarily a good connection. Um, but I don't think anybody's 
at least to me, nobody's made that connection. So we stuck with the name Learned. That's awesome. You always find out about those things after you develop the name and get it out there anyway. So you can plan yeah. all day, but until people, until enough people have connected with your brand and recognize your name, you wouldn't know anyway. But I think it's an awesome name mm -hmm. and I didn't know uh, realistically where it comes from. That's really cool. So it's kind of like got a double meeting. Thank you. Yeah. That's very creative. So awesome. So it sounds like previous experience from running the business prior from lessons learned is where you came up with the idea for the current software business that you're working on, which is awesome. Um, and then part of what we wanted to talk about today and learn more from you is how you have been building Learned, where it is and the, the strategies that you've used to kind of get it to where it is. I know what we talked about previously talked about that gotten over a thousand signups, even in the phase that you're in. So can you share for our audience, like where Learn is in terms of development as a business and how you sure. got the signups um, to the point where you're at now? Sure. So first off, in terms of development, I'll break that down into actual technical development, learns and online software. You know, pandemic aside, you will be able to meet with tutors in person one day if that, you know, if we can hang out in real life again one day. Um, but at its core, it's a really smart software that allows people to instantly connect and form lifelong learning relationships. So first I'll talk about the development. The development of this project has been massive. Um, I'm sure you have a lot of experience with technical things, talking with technical people. I personally, I'm not a developer. I have push code on GitLab. Um, you know, I've learned a little bit, but we've worked with a really distributed team of developers. They're great, but we've had to work at such a small scale because we've really worked on a shoestring budget to develop this project. And what we have is an enterprise level software. Um, so getting to this point, really development, but software development, I, I would say it's been the biggest pain point, being able to sustain high talent web developers and software developers at a small scale. Um, in terms of business development, Learnt is currently open for signups. It's open for both student, tutor, and affiliate signups. And we've been able to nurture signups throughout the years of our development through putting off some of our operations for Tutor the People onto Learned. So through Tutor the People, we've really been able to learn the tutoring market to see what students want, what tutors want. You know, there's so many companies out there. There's some places that really sort of exploit tutors. They start off, they don't pay them well, they don't give them good work, they tell them they're exclusive though, you know, they can only work with them. Um, so we've really tried to develop a solution that both our students and our tutors benefit from. So, um, you know, in this process of developing Learnt, it's been a massive one just for web development, but also business development. We did for three and a half years, we have been developing developing this platform from our own internal funds. Um, right now, we're really close. We're about 90% away from being totally open and operational. It's just, we're working with our really small team. So we have to, we have to scale and have a larger team to support the size business that Learnt will serve. Um, 
It's been really great. We recently went live on Start Engine about five days ago. Honestly, I can't keep up with time these days, but um, our tutor and student community, the internal community that we've developed through Tutor the People has been so involved in this process. It's been mind blowing. Um, literally before anybody in my family, not my parents, not my siblings, not my aunts and uncles, before anybody had invested in this campaign, I'd had students and tutors invest. Students who come to tutor the people and pay for tutoring. Tutors who work with us, who've been with us, some of them have been with us for like six years. So something that really differentiates our brand from some of the major competitors out there is the connectivity that we have with our students and our tutors. Um, you know, like I doubt that many, I mean, I doubt tons of students who work with some of our major corporate competitors that are just so far removed from the student demographic. You know, I doubt they go home and say like, oh, I'm going to invest money in that company when I get home. Um, so that has been really humbling in this process. Just the immediate feedback we've as soon, sort of as soon as we put ourselves out there and made our made it felt, made it known to the world that we need help to launch this thing. We're, we're crowdfunding our seed, our seed fund, um, just to have instantly our existing students and tutors begin to invest. It's, that's been really remarkable. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I mean, it's the biggest vote of confidence when your customers and who you're building the product for see enough value in it to essentially vote with their wallet, right? Like they believe mm -hmm. in what it is that you're doing. And if so, they will kind of put their, they will put not just their time and effort into it, but investment as well too. So it's a, it's a serious compliment and a unique way to build a business as well too. And I'm, I've talked about this, that on this show previously, in terms of alternative forms of investment, when it comes to building these types of businesses, I think there's, there's different approaches, of course, but the t traditional like venture capital route, I think we've seen that be challenged in a number of ways and have uh, certain pitfalls associated with it. It's obviously worked in some instances, but it's very difficult on a lot of others. And what I like about what you've done is your efforts have been relatively organic. So the whole time you've been delivering value for people, for students, for tutors, and from the ideas that have come from the work that you've done and the other challenges you've identified, you've been able to do other things like building Alert and bringing Alert to market, which is, I, I can't recommend the approach enough because it takes a tremendous amount of subject matter expertise, institutional knowledge and market research to really know what you're going to be doing is going to move the needle for someone. So anyway, long story short, I think that's an excellent sign. Thank you. That's really nice. That's really kind of you to say. Yeah. And part of what I kind of wanted to talk about next or get your impression on is how you've taken this alternative route to fundraising your venture. So if you could talk a little bit more about that, I know you'd mentioned crowdfunding. Uh, I'm sure the audience is curious to learn more about what you did, um, how you did it, and how they might think about that as an option for, for themselves in building their business. Absolutely. So first and foremost, I would say educate yourselves. I still have so much to learn. This has been such a massive learning process for me. Um, turn to YouTube or get a tutor with learned, you know, um, learn a lot about the options out there because there are options. 
for, for years, we'd been on the fence, like, oh my gosh, we need to get funding. However, despite that, we've seen massive growth year over year with Tutors of People. Um, calendar years 2018 and 2019, we grew 119%. So we have been able to grow pretty, pretty impressively on our own. But that being said, sometimes you hit a wall and you have to, to scale and to stay relevant, you have to bring on ex outside funds. Um, after some de deliberation, our advisors recommended that we go the crowdfunding route to start. You know, it's a really accessible, open, sort of trendy new way for businesses to raise money. And given that our business is such a personal one, you know, learning is, we focus on one-on-one -on -one learning. Um, our business is built on relationships. Our product is our people, our really wonderful tutors who work with us. So we thought it was a great idea to go for crowdfunding as advised by our partners. Uh, we have some partners who have financial backgrounds. We actually acquired the company True Tutor from these partners who helped bring us to this point of crowdfunding. Got it, and thank you for that. So a lot of uh, excellent things to talk about. Um, since you've been through this process to an extent, I know you're still going through it, right? Like you said, there's a lot to learn. Uh, you're immersed in it on a daily basis, but for others that are looking out there to do the same thing, what is the best advice that you have for them? The best advice I would have first is make sure that you have good people around you. Um, really the, the most difficult thing to find in business and in life, I mean, let's be real, your friendships, your relationships, your people, business is no different. In business, it's like a marriage. You're going to fight. You're going to argue over who does the dishes or who's cooking dinner. Um, obviously not that exactly, but you're working really close with people. They're going to start to feel like family. And um, so I'd say first and foremost, make sure you have really good people. I'm lucky that lucky or maybe cursed it depends on the day but my my the other founder is my husband you know so that being said we're able to work through problems pretty strongly together um people make sure you have really good people and then also make sure you stay organized and use modern produ productivity management software to have a clear vision and set deliverables for how you can get there um you know Rome wasn't built in a day, as they say. You can look at something and say, oh, that looks so nice. I want to do that. But it's really easy to see a business that looks good and is doing well, you know, to walk into like a massive store, Nordstrom, and say like, oh, wow, I could start this. But there's tons of people working to even have that shop there standing, you know. So don't underestimate the amount of work it's going to take to get there. Great point. Yeah, that's something that many years ago, my first venture, I couldn't possibly have had an appreciation for it at the time, but I certainly do now in the, the ventures that I've been involved with in just this year. There, there's never, there's never, uh, there's always plenty of work to go around, I should say. You're really never finished. There's always stuff to do. It becomes a real, the effort becomes how do you prioritize your time? Because there's always a million things to do but you have to make an explicit decision as far as what to, what to work on and when. So figuring out that skill set along the way uh, certainly helps, of course. Yeah, exactly. And sort of one other thing along that line is be humble. 
people are going to want to always try to put you in a role and say like, okay, so this is your role. That means you should not be doing X, Y, Z. Well, if you really love what you're doing, you love your business, you have to be accountable for the things that other people are going to want to put off. And you're not going to be able to just wear one, one title or one name tag and do one role. You really have to be flexible and adaptable, especially to the modern workforce as things are changing every single day. Excellent and agreed. Um, Liza, I can't thank you enough for being here and sharing your story about two to the people and learned. Very excited to see what's coming in the future. So we'll keep our uh, ears and eyes peeled for that as well. Also, two questions I have for you before we let you go are, and the first one is, what resources would you share with both myself and the audience to learn more about either the ventures that you're working on or this process in general? Sure. Um, so to learn about what I'm working on immediately, you can go to learnt.io, that's L-E-A-R-N-T dot I-O to see our platform. You can go to startengine.com slash learnt, that's start engine, just the two words, slash learnt, um, to see our crowdfund campaign. Personally, I studied languages, French and Russian and literature in undergrad, so the only business class I ever took in my in my education was in French. Um, so I personally did not have a business background. Um, I have learned pretty much everything through the internet and the resources there. I strongly recommend whatever you're interested in, you turn to Slack. First, well, first turn to Google or your preferred search engine. I'm sure a lot of people are not fond of Google right now, but you know, turn to your search engine and say, let's say you're interested in gardening, like Slacks that talk about gardening. Um, there are communities of people who think just like you, who have ideas just like you, who are gonna help you develop your ideas and find ways to make them real. Um, so turn to Slack. Yeah, that's, a, that's always a great one. That comes up from time to time as well too. There's some incredible Slack communities out there and they get as specific as you want to as well also. So a lot of available resources there as well too. Absolutely. Uh, last question I have for you, Eliza, is who should reach out to you and how can they get in touch? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So you can always email me. It's Eliza, E-L-I-C-A, at tutorthepeople.com. That's T-U-T-O-R-T-H-E-P-E-O-P-L-E.com. That's probably the best way to get, get through to me. Excellent. Thank you for providing. And I will link to both the resources and the contact information in the show notes. Can't thank you enough for being here, being on the show and sharing your knowledge with both myself and the audience. Thank you so much, Sean. It's been great talking with you. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Product Launch Podcast powered by Next Step. If you or anyone you know is involved in scaling a B2B SaaS business, please have them reach out to me about becoming a potential guest on our show. They can email me at sean at nextstep.io. That's S-E-A-N at N-X-T-S-T-E-P.io. This time, we'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of our show, Next Step Consulting. Would you like to know what the right next steps are for your B2B SaaS business? Are you trying to grow and scale, but you're stuck? We can help. To find out how Next Step can help your B2B SaaS business achieve its goals, please email me, sean at nextstep.io. That's S-E-A-N at nxtstep.io. Thanks and keep disrupting.
Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.